no need to whine and shiny blues Have some wine and join us on the Whiny Palooza podcast with Rebecca Green. Welcome to the Whiny Palooza podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Green. I'm a wife, mother of three, and licensed clinical social worker. I also have three fur babies at home, too. My passion has always been to help children and their families. I always dreamed of being a wife and a mother. Parents are always learning through their struggles, failures, and successes and joys. I am no stranger to this wild ride of parenting, and I know behind every great parent lies a team of supportive friends and family. I want to be part of your support system. I want you to know that you are not alone. We are in this parenting world together. Join me every week for insightful discussions with experts on parenting and marriage, as well as other parents who have found the secret to successes in parenthood. You'll learn tips and tricks to make life with your family better than ever. I hope you will follow along with me while we dive into what it takes to achieve a happy family. Hello, everyone. This is Rebecca Green for the Whiny Palooza podcast, and I'm going to do my best not to get super emotional. Um, I don't think you'll mind if I do, but today is my one-year podcast anniversary special. I cannot believe that it's been a year. I am going to tell you that I am proud of myself and so happy that I made it through this year because my husband told me a lot of podcasts don't make it through the year. And I want to start out by thanking Seth, my husband, for suggesting this to me. When he first suggested that I do a podcast, I told him he was crazy. And Seth, I hope you listen to this. I will tell you to listen to this because you tend to come to me with ideas and I tend to react right away with, are you crazy? And I think that before I jump into the lessons that I learned from my fabulous guests, I think that is lesson number one for me is listen, don't react, think about it, and then tell you what I think. Because I tend to react with, are you crazy? You want me to write a book? Are you crazy? Like that tends to be my response to him, but he's brilliant. And he comes up with fabulous ideas. And I want to thank you because this has been an amazing year of doing my podcast and I have loved it so much. So I thought I would start with thanking Seth because this was his brainstorm. And I have had the best time. I had no idea what I was getting into. I had an idea because Seth was doing his own pod, his own podcast, Sharkpreneur. Um, so go find Seth and learn some uh, awesome stuff about business. He is a business mastermind. But I have had guests on every week. So every Friday morning, uh, podcast is released with a new guest, and it's mostly marital and family experts on you know parenting, marriage, what have you. And I didn't know how much I was going to learn when I went on this new venture. I was doing it to bring content to you, and I hope that you've enjoyed it, and I hope you will continue to enjoy it, but I had no idea what I was in for. And I open my mind to uh, possibilities every time I have a new guest, 
and love, love learning with them and talking to them and getting to know them. Had no idea I was going to make new friends. That has been a big bonus, but let's jump in because what I want to share with you, I have learned something from every single guest and I can't thank my guests enough for being on my show. Uh, means so much to me. And I have loved talking to every single one of you. I had to pick a few. I can't go through 83 episodes of lessons or a hundred or whatever we're at when this is airing, but I did pick 12. So we're going to talk about 12 lessons that I have learned from my guests. And I hope that you take something awesome away from this podcast. So let's jump in to lessons learned this year. And I'm going to start, you know, some of these, like I said, I learned from every single one of my guests, but some of these are things that just resonated with me, were aha moments for me that have really changed my life profusely. So I want to start with episode number 17, The Blossoming Mom with Jennifer Blossom. And when I was talking to Jennifer, she said that one of the reasons that moms are overwhelmed is because we prioritize everything. And I was like, oh, yeah, she's right. And she said that we need to learn to prioritize our day. What absolutely has to get done today? So I have, we all have lists. We all have long lists. We think everything is as important. But think about in your day, today it's Wednesday when I'm recording this. What do I have to get done today? I need to record two things for my podcast. Those are the musts. I have to pick up my kids. I have to take them places. I have to do the sock, sock, soccer clothes laundry, if I could get that out for tonight's game. Like there are certain things that I have to get done today. There are other things on my list that if I don't get to them, that's okay. And if we prioritize 10 things that maybe is unrealistic, we are going to feel overwhelmed. So learn with me, learn from Jennifer Blossom, and let's learn to prioritize our day and not prioritize everything. So everything has different priorities. That was an awesome lesson for me to learn. I had the pleasure of having my husband on many episodes, and he's going to continue to be on episodes because I love doing this with him. We have done three marital episodes, episode 36, episode 39, episode 76, um, the anniversary special, the marital, the marital podcast. Uh, I've had him on several times. He told me he's excited. He's the only guest who has been on three times. And I'm sure other guests will come back because I would love to talk to them again. And I learned a lot talking to Seth. And who knew that doing podcasts with him would be therapeutic to us? We didn't know that before we jumped in to do these podcasts together. And I learned a lot from Seth about how to make my marriage better. And I think the thing that resonated with me most is that I think so many things about Seth all day long. 
I think about how he's at work working hard for his family and how much I appreciate him. I think about how he's driving our son to a soccer game and what a good dad he is. Um, he'll give me compliments and I'll think, oh my God, I have such a good husband. I think so many things that are wonderful about Seth all day long, all night long. And I don't tell him, I don't tell him what I am feeling and thinking. I tell him, you know, I need you to do this, or I didn't like how you did this, or I may tell him things that are not so positive, but um, I need to tell him more of the positive things. And it's not that I'm not thinking them. I'm just not telling him and he can't read my mind. So I'm going to, I'm going to leave it with that, that I have learned about my marriage doing podcasts with Seth. And we need to tell our spouses how we feel, give them the praise, make them feel appreciated. An appreciated, loved spouse is a spouse who is going to have a happy marriage. So let's move on to lesson number three. Episode 74, Divorce My Way with my friend, Kimberly Svitek. And Kimberly has touched me in so many ways. Um, I am so touched by how she has handled her divorce. I will say that that sounds much more appropriate. Uh, Kimberly has gone through, her divorce took a couple years, if I'm remembering correctly. And I was there um, from the beginning. I have known Kimberly since our kids were in kindergarten together. She is one of the wonderful friends that uh, I collected at school. And I knew her when she was married. I knew her when she was getting divorced. And I still get to know her and be friends with her now that she is remarried to a wonderful man. And I've watched the whole transformation. And she has amazed me. Uh, she really puts her children first. And it sounds so simple, but it's not simple at all. It's hard. And she thinks about what her kids need before what she needs. And she was raised by divorced parents and really learned stuff that didn't work for her that she wanted to do differently for her own kids. And she's doing such a fabulous job. So she just makes us think do we need to take care of ourselves and our own feelings? A hundred percent. I want you to take care of yourself. I also want you to think if you are getting divorced or are divorced, I want you to think about what do your kids need from you? And, you know, an example is I think that they all just went on vacation together and I need to get together with Kimberly for uh, part two of Divorce My Way, but she told me that she wanted this, this divorce to go her way. And she didn't mean that in a selfish way. She just meant that the media makes divorce look so stressful, and it is, and it makes it look so conflictual, and it can be, but she wanted to do it in a different way. And her and her ex-husband have become awesome co-parents. They talk about their kids all the time, she says they are better friends and co-parents than they are married. And I'm just so impressed with her. And I just want her to inspire us to remember what our kids need. And they don't need 
divorced parents who are conflictual. They need divorced parents who have learned to be cordial and have learned to work together because the kids need you to work together. And Kimberly, if you listen to this, I am so impressed with you. You have touched my heart. I have watched you through your divorce and please feel free to go listen to episode 74. She is an inspiring lady. So let's move on to, to lesson number four. This was episode 10, The Lefko Method with Shelly Lefko. She was one of my first episodes and she is such a smart lady. I learned so much from her and you know I could give you a list, but I want to tell you what resonated the most with me. Shelly called parents children's guardians and her calling me a guardian totally changed me. And she said that our kids are living their own life. We are living our lives. We're doing what we want for us. What do our kids want for them? Let our kids live their lives, how it makes them happy. It's not their job to live for us or to make us happy. It's our job to be their guardian and guide them through life. And her changing my mindset on that, such good wording. I am happy to be my children's guardian and to help guide them through life and to help them figure out what is going to make them happy. This is not about me. So when Ella says, I want to go away to college and I want to major in theater and I want to go act on Broadway, I cringe inside thinking about my baby going away to college, going to New York City to live to be on Broadway. This is not about me. What is going to make Ella happy? What is going to make Max happy? What will make Lily happy? It's my job to live my life how it makes me happy. It's my job to help them figure out what makes them happy. So thank you, Shelly, for changing my mindset on that. Very helpful. Let's move on to lesson number five. On episode 11, Peace and Parenting with Michelle Kenny. She changed how I walk into a room. And that's huge. I mean, some of these lessons have changed me so much. And I think I've grown as a parent more than I ever have this year from this podcast. So Michelle was talking about how we walk into a room when our kids are fighting. So we walk in let's say at the tail end or in the middle, we don't know how it started. We don't know what's going on. We walk in and we instantly make assumptions and none of that is good. So we don't really know what's going on. So that's what we need to remember when we walk in. I might walk in to Lily throwing something at Ella and I yell at Lily and I'm like, what on earth do you think you're doing to your sister? But do I know what Ella did to get that reaction? And why do Seth and I always blame Lily? Is it always really Lily's fault? I mean, Ella does stuff to antagonize Lily. So when we walk into a room, we need to ask questions and gain information and not just assume that we know what's going on. And this goes for everything, but especially when the siblings are fighting. It's like at school when the, um, you know, the bully or the kid in the lunchroom throws something at a kid and the kid stands up and reacts and the kid who stands up gets in trouble when the kid who stands up is just upset that they had something thrown at them in the lunchroom. So we don't really know the full story. So ask questions, gain information, 
and then take action. Don't take action the second we walk into a room. So that was an awesome lesson for me. Moving on to lesson number six. On episode 12, it was the parenting long game with Rachel Bailey. I listen to, Rachel Bailey talks a lot about yuck is her term. Kids have yuck, parents have yuck. And she explains what, you know, what yuck is, how we get into that place where we get, you know, upset, reactive, you know, when kids are having temper tantrums, she calls it yuck. And she said that was the best term that she could think of for someone who was two to understand to someone who was 80 to understand. And I love her podcast. I listen to it all the time. I told Rachel that when I'm in yuck, I'm going to turn on her podcast. And I'm true to my word, and I do do that. And I love to listen to her on my walks with my dog, Tanner. And Rachel has changed me so much. And she doesn't know that because I haven't told her yet. So I'm telling her here, and I will shoot her an email. But she has changed me from focusing on Lily's behavior to focusing on my own behavior. And Lily is my youngest child. She's eight, about to turn nine. And she has really big emotions. Like her mother, I do too. That's where she gets it from. Um, Max and Ella are super chill. Um, much more easygoing. So when Lily came about and was, you know, more set in her ways, more rigid thinking, more controlling, more bigger emotions, I was like, what is this? And I had to learn to parent her. And I'm still learning to parent her every day. And I'm trying to do better every day. But Rachel took me from focusing on Lily to focusing on myself. So I was always like, what is Lily doing and how am I going to stop this and fix this? Like, let's just put a stop to it. I wasn't like, you know, oh, what's going on with her? She's having a hard time. How can I help her? I was like, this kid is giving me a hard time and she needs to cut it out. That's where my head was. And that's not helpful in our parenting. If our kid is being difficult, it means they are having a hard time. So I have changed my perspective to that. And I have also changed my perspective to keeping my own yuck under control, keeping myself under control, keeping myself calm, trying to give her rational, calm, sweet words. I'm not perfect. I still react sometimes. But when I keep myself calm, the whole sequence goes so much better and she calms down so much easier than when I freak out with her and when I follow her down the yuck path. If I keep my yuck in control, it helps her yuck. If I go with her yuck, then it gets worse and it escalates. And sometimes kids just need to get it out. I'm going to tell you that too. Sometimes they're going to have the meltdown, the temper tantrum. It's going to happen. Ride it out. Ride the waves without going with them and watch how it transforms into a much easier sequence. So go find Rachel. She has awesome parenting tips. Lesson number seven, Kelly Hutchison. She was episode number 16, Harmony in the Home. I listen to Kelly's podcast, Harmony in the Home, all the time. Wonderful lady, wonderful advice. One of the people that I have talked to the most since I met her, 
love that I now have found all these people on social media and can talk to them. I did not, I did not think about how I was going to make friends through this. And I wish that some of these ladies lived near me, but I can at least talk to them online. And I've learned so much from Kelly. I could tell you so many things, go find her podcast. But one of the biggest things is that she normalizes human emotions and normalizing human emotions helps us to know it's normal and it helps us to help our kids know that it's normal. She calls the hard emotions tricky emotions and I love that. It's a good way to explain it to your kids. And our kids need to learn that they're not gonna be happy all the time. We have to be comfortable with them being uncomfortable. They're not gonna be happy all the time. They're gonna have all the emotions. They're gonna have the range of emotions. And that is normal. So just having Kelly say over and over again, normal human emotions. We all will have tricky emotions. She tells her kids, you're having a normal human emotion. This is, uh, uh, this is what everyone has. Everyone experiences all the emotions and we can't expect our kids to be happy all the time. So I think that's awesome for us to grasp and I think it's awesome for us to teach to our kids because then they don't feel so upset that they're feeling whatever they're feeling. They're knowing, hey, we all feel that sometimes. And um, I learned so much from Kelly. We had an episode on emotional eating. Um, she has tons and tons of great episodes. So go check her out, Harmony in the Home. She wants us to have harmony in our home. So thank you, Kelly. Moving on to lesson number eight. Episode 20, Sunshine Parenting with Audrey Monkey. And Audrey gave me some really great advice. I love that she says to talk to our friends who have older kids. I didn't really put two and two together that I did that, but I didn't do it to the extent that I do it now because I didn't really label it. And she puts a label on it that we need to talk to our friends who have older kids and have already gone through things and have already learned things. My son just entered high school this year. I have friends whose kids have already been in high school for years. So I talk to them, I ask them questions, I learn from them, ask your friends questions. She also changed my thinking to, we're not trying to raise good kids. We're trying to raise successful adults. And I think that we all know that to an extent, but we don't necessarily label it. So putting the label on it and verbalizing that made me realize that I need to help my kids become successful adults by taking XYZ action, teaching them how to handle their emotions, teaching them how to problem solve teaching them how to do the dishes, teaching them how to do the laundry, uh, using the vacuum, driving a car, pumping the gas, using a credit card. She brought that up. She said, go to Wegmans, to go to the grocery store with your kids and teach them how to use the credit card. So when Max is driving and he goes to Wegmans for me and he buys me groceries, he has to know how to use the credit card and check out. So excellent advice. Problem solving is another huge one. We all wanna swoop in and fix it for them. 
I shouldn't say all of us, but I would love to swoop in, be super mom and fix it for them. But that doesn't teach them anything. We want our kids to learn to problem solve. So it's great for us to give them options. Well, you know, ask them, how are you going to solve this? What are you going to do about it? Ask them questions. Don't just give them, just don't just give them the answer that you think is right. After you've asked them questions, how do you think you're going to solve this? What do you think you're going to do about this? What could you do about this? Then you can give them suggestions if they need suggestions. And then if we give them suggestions, they can pick what they think is best for them. But then we haven't just given them the answer. We want our kids to learn to problem solve their own problems. We want our kids to learn to have coping skills. So when you see your kids struggling, <clears throat> take notice. What helps your kids cope? What could you suggest to them and point out to them that is a good coping skill? Ella likes some time to herself to unwind and to let her feelings out. Just, you know, she likes to think. She likes to go over her day. She likes to have alone time. Lily likes to dance it out. She dances and dances and dances. So what do your kids do to help themselves feel better and point it out as their coping skill so that they label it? Let's move on to lesson number nine. Episode 23, Simply Convivial with Misty Winkler. And Misty taught me a couple of things. One of which we talked about is the brain dump. And this is a huge concept for you to learn. The brain dump is when we write down everything that is upsetting us. It might sound so simple, but I didn't have the label brain dump. So like if I'm gonna give you an example, if I'm in bed and I'm going to sleep for the night and, some, and things are going off in my head, I will write them out. I'll write them down, I'll get it out of my system, and then it's time to go to sleep. And then I tell myself, okay, you've gotten it out, now it's time to transition to go to sleep. And you will find that if you brain dump your stress out onto paper, you will feel so much better. So I'm encouraging you to go try that. She also talked about teamwork and involving her kids in stuff that I didn't think about. We talked about all her kids, <clears throat> and we talked about how she spends time with all of her kids. And I love that she doesn't just plan special things with them, like let's take Lily for ice cream, let's take Ella to a theater show. Um, she doesn't just plan special events like that. She thinks about her day and how to involve her kids. She said if she's doing laundry, she asks her kids to help her. If she's cooking dinner, she involves her kids. So I love that I learned from her that I don't have to have these special things to spend time with my kids. I could spend time with my kids all day doing whatever needs to get done. So yes, should we take a time out to play a board game with them? 100%. It means the world to them. But we can also just teach them stuff and involve them in whatever we're doing. So I loved those lessons. Lesson number 10, episode 46, Mommy Burnout with Dr. Cheryl Ziegler. Loved talking to Dr. Cheryl, another wonderful lady. She actually wrote a book, Mommy Burnout. She has a podcast. She's a great lady. Um, loved getting to talk to her. And 
she talked about the connection between isolation and burnout. And think about how mothers will, you know, be by themselves maybe too much, especially if you're a stay-at-home mom or you work at home. I work at home. So if I drop my kids off at school at nine and I pick them up at 2.45, then I could sit at my computer all day by myself and work. And that's great and I enjoy it. And sometimes I want to be alone, but we burn out quicker, feel depressed, feel anxious when we are not connecting with other women. Women are meant to connect and spend time with friends and spend time with other women. And she talked a lot about how important that is to incorporate into our days. And I took it to heart and remind myself that spending time with my friends is a priority. Spending time with my parents is a priority. I can't, um, I need to make plans. And I'm the type of person who will get sucked up into the to-do list. And I need to put the to-do list away and realize part of the to-do list is spending time with people who are important in our lives. We need the connection. She also talks about how busy builds walls. Being busy is not a badge of honor. We are all busy. We are all so busy. We don't need to tell people that. When we tell people how busy we are, we're building walls. They, you know, I realized this with my friend the other day. Um, we want to get together. And I was like, oh my God, it's September is so crazy. And I realized how wrong it was what I was saying to her. And I texted her and I said, that sounded so wrong. You are so important to me and I really wanna see you and I really wanna prioritize this. So let's find some time and make people feel important. If we tell them we're busy, we're building a wall and they think we're too busy for them. So I loved talking to her about that. I needed to hear that. Let's move on to episode 11. I'm sorry, lesson number 11. Episode 52, keeping organizational ho organization hopeful and simple with the fabulous Melissa. Go find Melissa. Um, I'm just looking up to see. I want to put the right simplicity, hopeful. Go find her online. I'm sorry, Melissa. Melissa Steiker. S-T-E-C-H-E-R. She is on Facebook. She gives awesome organizational tips. And um, I am not doing her justice because I'm hopeful simplicity. Go find her on Facebook. She gives awesome organizational tips. Um, I loved talking to her. She is a wonderful lady a wonderful support. She tends to tune in every Wednesday night at nine o'clock when I do a live vlog. And she says the most profound statements and she has taught me a lot. And one of the things that she taught me that has changed my life is to view all the work in the home as the family work and that the family is a team. And when Seth was doing the dishes, I would say, oh, I should be doing that. That's my work. Why do I think that all of the housework is my work? I have, there are five of us living here. The cats and the dog can't help me. Although I do try to teach my dog to put away his toys. That hasn't worked yet, but I'll keep trying. And 
Now I view it as this is all our family work. It's our family laundry. It's our family dishes. It's our family meals. It's not all on me. So now when they offer to help, I think about it differently. So Melissa, you have changed me. You have helped me. And I love your organizational tips. Go find Melissa. Let's move on to lesson number 12, episode 68, Work-Life Balance with Dr. Liz Mathias. I learned a lot from Dr. Liz. I love Dr. Liz. She's one of those awesome ladies that I could be such good friends with. If we lived near each other, I guarantee you we would hang out. Uh, love the people that I am meeting through this podcast. It's just been an amazing experience. Dr. Liz talks about not guessing what is wrong with your children. Her episode is full of good advice. So episode 68, go listen. I just took out something that changed me. These are lessons that changed me as a parent. And she reminded me that I may think I know what's wrong with my child, but do I really know? And I need to ask them questions and gain information to know what's really going on so that I can truly be helpful. I can't be helpful if I'm guessing. So if your child appears anxious or appears sad or whatever emotion you wanna label it, ask them how they're feeling, ask them what's going on, try to catch them at a time when they're willing to talk. One of my guests said the car is the best place to talk to your child because they're not facing you directly and it's easier for them to talk to you. That was great advice. Um, but I just want to remind you and I to not guess what's wrong with anyone, a friend, a spouse, our child, ask questions, gain information, and then you can be more helpful. So I'm not going to end there. Those are my 12 lessons that I wanted to share with you from this year, but I want to give you a couple bonuses because I can't end without talking about my mom. My mom did a Mother's Day special with me. Episode 42 meant so much to me, meant so, so much to me that she did this because she didn't really want to. And, you know, you feel bad. I want to tell you, sometimes you feel bad asking people to be on your podcast because you don't know if they want to. So if I haven't asked you and you want to, please reach out to me. I am happy to have you on my podcast. I, when I ask people, some people say no, some people say yes. And I'm okay with that. Some people are like, oh my God, I would love to be on your podcast. Let's do it. My mother was hesitant, but she pushed herself to do it. And I'm so thankful because it meant so much to me. And I always learn about her. She teaches me, she teaches me a lot. Episode 42, go listen to her. She's a wise lady. She's been married for 51 years. Um, has a lot to teach about life and parenting, but also has a lot to teach about marriage. You know, I have watched them for, I'm 45, so I have watched them for 45 years, and I have watched the good times, the bad times, the bumps, and I see how they get through it, and I see that marriage isn't always roses and sunshine, that sometimes it's hard, and that you still get through it. Uh, she says to put your parent first, put your partner first, to listen to your partner and she truly does that. I see how she puts my dad first. Uh, I see how they prioritize each other. I see how they listen to how each other thinks and feels. And I have watched it. I have learned from it. 
I have seen it. I have seen them fight and it wasn't always pretty, but they got through it together and I admire them for that. And I love listening to her marital advice. I love listening to her parenting advice. She raised two, I would say two successful kids. My brother is a successful chiropractor in Virginia and he has a wife and three kids and a million businesses. Corey, I don't even know how many businesses you're up to. What a bad sister. He has opened many chiropractic offices and I am doing my whiny palooza thing. I'm doing my PTSA thing, uh, my Girl Scout thing, and am spending most of my time being a wife and mother. And I just continue to learn from my mom and I love learning from my mom. So thank you for being on my podcast, mom. I hope you listen to this. And, you know, I'm gonna end with, I'm not gonna end. I'm gonna tell you one more bonus. Episode 60, What's in a Name with Sharon Lynn Wyeth. You can book time with her for her to analyze your name. And she did analyze mine. I did book a session. I had her on my podcast and I booked a session with her because I wanted her to analyze my name. And I learned so much from her, but I really took away that balance piece. She says that I really do work myself too hard. And you know, I have learned through her and many other women that we as women, we need to prioritize taking breaks for ourselves. It's so important. We need to take breaks in our day. We need to rest. We can't be exhausted all the time. It's not good for us. It's not good for our family. So please, taking care of yourself is, is so important. Prioritize it. Make it happen. I want to mention a few other amazing ladies that I've met. Rebecca L. Hockham, another wonderful episode with her. Uh, her and I would be such good friends if we lived near each other. Jessica Ashley, I had her on a couple of times. The Stay Calm Mom, loved talking to her. Emily Penrod, I had her on my show. She had me on her podcast. Her podcast is In Support of Families, another wonderful lady. I mean, I wish I could go through the list of all the wonderful um guests that I got to talk to. I am so thankful for every single guest, everyone who's listened, everyone who's shared my podcast, talked about my podcast, rated it. I have to thank my book club. They were on a couple of times and they are such supportive women. I loved having them on my podcast. I love talking to them about books. I love talking to them every day about life about being a mother, about being a wife. They are such supportive friends, uh, have been so key to um, me getting through, you know, the pandemic that we've all been getting through with our families. Just my wonderful support system, who I've also had the pleasure to have on my podcast twice. They were episode number one, reviewing my book. I'm going to show you my first book. It's called Whiny Palooza. And you can find it on Amazon. And the second book will come out soon, hopefully. I have to finish working on it. And I just want to tell you how much I love doing my podcast for you. I hope it's, I should call it our podcast. I love that Kelly Hutchison calls it our podcast for her podcast. This is our podcast. I'm doing this for all of us. And I hope that you are enjoying it. I hope that you are learning something. I hope that you're feeling supported. We are all in this parenting world together. 
I'm so looking forward to doing the next year with you. And please keep the topics coming from my blog. I have a blog that comes out every Wednesday, warnypalooza.com. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram. And I started on TikTok too. My girls got me on TikTok as Palooza Mom. Whiny Palooza Mom on Instagram. I have a Whiny Palooza Mom group now on Facebook. So come and find my group and join us for some more added support. And please keep listening. Please keep sharing. Please tell your friends about me, about our podcast. And please, if you haven't given me a rating, I would love a five-star rating and review. The more ratings and reviews that you get, the more your, your podcast gets shared with other people. That's how it works. So a huge thank you to you. I can't even begin to tell you how, how much growth I have had this year doing this. I will continue to offer this for all of us. And I want to thank you so much for listening. This is Rebecca Green for the Whiny Palooza podcast, reminding everyone to spend every day laughing, learning, and loving. Thank you for tuning in to the Whiny Palooza podcast. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. While you are there, leave a review. I love to hear your feedback. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.